at a place of rebuilding, they were at a place of renewing, and they were at this place of repair. God said, there's some things in our life we had to rebuild and renew and repair, but while we were at that place, we can expect the enemy to show up. And the reason why he was show up, because there is that drop place, there is that drop that will cause some things to happen in our life. When it goes on to say, it says, and the people, they are those in possession. Because this means a place of holiness, center. I mean, God says, you can be in a place of holiness or a place where he resides and still have a drop. God says, you can be in a church house and there can be people among you that's filled with the presence and the Spirit of God and you yourself can still be in a drop. You can be in a cold place. Hmm. But God says, be careful because when you're being positioned, you're right at the edge of promise. Hmm. Right at the edge. And then it goes on and says, and Miriam died. And the word Miriam there means rebellious. I mean, that, he said that rebellious spirit has to die because you're in a holy place. That rebellious spirit, God says, has to die. That, that bitterness. And the reason why God says it has to die is because of where you position. <laughs> and you position at the edge of promise, but if you're not careful, you'll lose your privileges. This is what the whole thing And I thought, so, and I thought, so, why I go back here? He said, because my people need to know where they have been positioned. And how some are about to lose the privileges that have been granted unto them. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 2 says, And there was no water for the congregation. And they gathered themselves together against Moses and against Aaron. God said, The man said, There was no water there. God said, Whenever you were in a drought, no, there was no water. There will not be any water there because you were in a drought. And whenever you were in, in a drought, God said, You will always come against the Moses and the Aaron that's within you. Now, Moses means to be drawn out of the water, be drawn from the Spirit. Anytime you're in a drought, you will battle against the Spirit of God that's on the inside. Aaron means light breather. So when the light comes and, and, and we're in that place, are uh, battling with the Spirit, God said, we can put out our own life. And the reason being, because we're in that desert place, but God said, remind my people where they have been positioned. You're at the edge of promise. Promise, Jesus. Thank you. Let's go to Exodus. I'm trying to say that because I've been asked to do praise and worship. So, y'all have to excuse me if I just let myself flow, let myself go. Amen. Because, see, I can't afford, I mean, you can't afford to let nothing or nobody to cause the river on the inside of you to go into a dry place. Because, see, things are happening all over the world. So, we've got to stay watered, y'all. Because the enemy wants us to lose what God has for us. Exodus chapter number 17. Exodus chapter number 17. Exodus chapter number 17. Exodus chapter number 17. Go on again reading at verse number 1. Exodus chapter number 17. Remember now, with the edge of promise. And also remember that you can also lose your privileges. Amen. Now, verse number one and chapter number seventeen says, 
and all the congregation of the children of Israel journeyed from the wilderness of sin after their journeys according to the commandment of the Lord and pitched in Rephidim and there was no water for the people to drink. Okay, where were they located? In the wilderness of sin. That word, that sin there means that they were in a thorny place. It means thorns. They were in a trap. They were in a trap. They were in and thorns. They were things that was causing the, the water not to flow within them. See, there's some things that will stop up the water flow. The Bible says that they, they were in rest. That means a place of rest. But their flow was stopped up. There was no water. The water wasn't moving. Have you ever been in a dry place before? Have you been like God and just not flowing in your life? Lord, let's find out why that's happening. Let's look at Luke chapter number 8. Just going to walk a little bit. Amen. What we're going to do is thus say the Lord. St. Luke chapter number 8. St. Luke chapter number 8. Where are we going to see what's happening to the Lord? Let's see what's going on here. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Chapter 8, looking at verse number 14. Looking at verse number 14 in St. Luke, chapter number 8. We're talking about that wilderness of thorns. And it's causing a, a drought. It's, it's called, it's stopping at the flow of the water. And God thinks there are three reasons why the water of the Spirit within us will stop up. It will stop the flow. Now, verse 14 in St. Luke, chapter number 8 says, uh, And that which fell among thorns of they, which when they have heard. In other words, what's being sold is word. Because if you look at verse number 11, it says, Now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. The seed is the word. So when you look at verse number 14, it says, And that which fell among where? The thorns. Where were the people? They were in the wilderness of thorns. And what happened? That there was no water. The reason why there was no water is say, which when they have heard, reading the word, they go forth and choke with cares, riches, pleasures of what? Big life. Not eternal life. Not the spiritual life. But this life, this life. You see, when there's no flow, and when there's no water, there are three things that chokes it out. What chokes it out? It is the cares of this life, the cares of this world, the riches of this life, the riches of this world, and the pleasures of this life. That's why there's no water, because it's choking out the word. It's choking out the word. And then it says, and bring no fruit to perfection. So no. you can't produce anything when God's work in us that has been sown is being choked out by the things of this life. Not the eternal life now, but this life. This life comes with chaos. This life comes with riches. This life comes with pleasure. But when those things choke out the word of God, God says, then there's no flow. Of the spirit within us. Amen. Amen. Now going back to, to, to Exodus chapter 17. Back to Exodus chapter number 17. Remember now they're in a place of rest. You remember them, they're in a place of rest. Now verse number two says, watch what happens here. Watch what happens. When when the flow of God is not moving in us.
in us as it ought to be because of what's being choked out. Exodus chapter number 17, verse number 2. It says, Wherefore the people did chat. In other words, they had a controversy. They, they, they were in disagreement. They, 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 they had some problems. And they said, with Moses, they said, Give us water that we may drink. And Moses said unto them, What time be with me? Wherefore do you take Lord? And so God says, What's happening? And the reason why we are dry is because we're looking to man rather than God to water our God. And this is our God. Amen. Our, our, our souls, our spirits. That's the God. You can't look for man to warn you. You better look for God to warn you. Amen. If you don't look to God to warn you, if you will happen, you will have complaints. Well, I, I thought, you know, they had something to offer. Well, so, but I didn't get that. Well, what did you get in the day? God's word is powerful all by itself. You, you can read God's word and get excited at home. Amen. I mean, you can get in the word of God, and God's word will take you places. Amen. It does not mean you do not need a preacher because the word of God says uh, that we have to have a preacher. And how can we be, how can we preach except he be sick? So, what God is saying to us, He's saying to the body of Christ that the thing that needs to be done is no complaint. Look to him. Look to God. To, to warn your soul. Look to God. Look to God. And so Moses said, well, why are you, why are you upset with me? And, and so God said, what's happening is mankind is blaming their own tribes <laughs> on somebody else. Let's look at Isaiah chapter 55. Let's look at Isaiah chapter number 55. 
fat. And this time it's being sometimes more. You know, but they thirsty now. They thirsty. They complain. They complain. So the Bible said they thirst there. So there was no water. They thirst because there was God. Isaiah chapter number 55. Over there. Isaiah chapter number 55, verse 1 says, Hope. Anyone that thirsts. In other words, everyone that has an intense desire. Uh-huh. See, you got to have an intense desire for God. You got to have a passion for God. You got to really want this thing. Because when you really want this thing and you really have a passion for God, you let nothing or nobody separate you from the Lord. Amen. He says you got to have this intense desire. God says, hope. And this is a promise, y'all. Everyone that thirsts or have that intense desire, come ye to the waters. Mm. And he that had no money, uh-huh. huh, come ye, huh. buy and eat. Yes. Say, come, buy wine and milk. Buy, buy wine, buy joy, milk, buy nourishment. With, without money and without price. There's no cost. See, this boy is the only kind of that Jesus did. Flip over John 4. And hold, hold on to Isaiah chapter 55. But flip on to St. John chapter number 4. St. John chapter number 4. Mm-hmm. Amen. St. John chapter 4. Let's flip over there. Let's talk about this book. Mm-hmm. Chapter 4. Let's look at verse number 14. St. John chapter number 4. And look at that verse number 14. Yeah. Look at verse number 14. St. John chapter 4, verse 14. It says, But whosoever drinketh of the water that I should give him, Jesus is talking now, shall never thirst. Never. Never thirst. See, that's the water only Jesus can give us that can quench your thirst, that you will never thirst again. He said, But whosoever drinketh of the water that I should give him shall never thirst. But the water that I should give him shall be in him. Y'all see that? Uh-huh. I shall give him, shall never thirst, but the water that I shall give him shall be when in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. Not that within you, not outwardly, but within you, you've got a well of water on the inside. Amen. And it's springing up. But you know who gives it to you? Jesus Christ. Christ is the only one that can give you that kind of water. Nobody else can do that for you. Nobody. Nobody can do that for you. Now that's the idea of chapter number 55. He said, you don't need nobody. Because see, when, when you got that intense desire, you can get down in that word and God will fill you up. He, he will fill you up. I mean, and verse number 2 says, well, watch this. Wherefore do ye spend money for that which is not great? <laughs> In other words, God says, why are, you, why are you spending what you got on something that's temporal? That's not sustaining. Hmm. And then he goes on to say, and your labor for that which oh, satisfied what? <laughs> satisfied not. You know, you can labor still not be satisfied. You, you can go do some things, you can go find things, you can do a whole lot of things to try to fill the Lord. But you know what? Only Jesus Christ can fill that boat. Only Him. Nobody else can fill that boat. Can you know what I do? You labor for that which satisfies not. Then He said, Paul, 
great and mighty thing. Thank you, Lord. And we praise God. We really praise God. And here come a few other circumstances and situations. And then we forget what he did before. They soon forgot. Soon forgot. Soon forgot. Didn't wait. Didn't wait. Can't wait on the house of God. I'm going to do this right now. Yeah. 
of disobedience. But it comes with a cause. Verse 11 says, And Moses lifted up his hand, and with his rod he smote the rock. Somebody else to do what you're supposed to be doing. 
Numbers 27, verse number 12. 27, Numbers 27, verse number 12, it says, And the Lord said unto Moses, Get thee up into Mount Abram. That word means a region, a region beyond. On a mountain, a region beyond. That's like I got church something. Got church something. He said, And see the land which I have given unto the children of Israel. And when thou hast seen it, thou also shalt be gathered unto thy people as Abram thy brother. Was yet in other words, Aaron died. He never saw an angel. God said, I will take you and let you see what I have planned for your life. I'm gonna let you look at it. I'm gonna let you see what you ain't going in. And the reason why is because at that place of drought, wilderness, and all the complaining, and all the woman, all the mother, God said, You can't go there. Because you won't do what I tell you. He said, you're right there at the end of the And it's going to be a sad day when you can look over and see what God had destined for your life and you never get to carry out. Look what he says in verse number 14. He says, for ye is what? Don't seem so quiet on me. The Lord. He says in verse 14, for ye rebelled. A rebellious spirit will cause us to lose our privileges. For ye rebelled against what? My commandment. God's commandment. God's word. Where did he rebel? In the desert of sin. And that place where you're cold until you begin to mumble and complain and grumble. Oh God, no, this don't look like problems for me. I want to have this, I want to have that. No. No. Not if you wait on it, and if you live right, if you do it, you have it all. But when we start suffering and complaining and grumbling, God said, you lose your purposes. That's if you're right there, you're right there in the age.
Last experiences. Last experiences. Thank you.